0: good afternoon everybody and welcome to another episode of the sports beat with richard holtz just a reminder that you are listening to us on wqee 99.1 fm the key out of newton georgia We are brought to you by Ivy Park Sports Bar and Grill, Go Jump at Slide Inflatables, and Backwoods Barbecue, episode 435. And on the show today, I've got Antoine Prather. He is a host of a podcast called Tailgate Talk. He's joining me on the show to talk about high school football in the Troop County area.
1: Thanks for having me, Richard.
0: All right, we are nine days. We're in single digits now, nine days away from high school football. You're up in Troop County. We have three incredible high school football teams that are top ranked in the state. Let's start with the Callaway Cavaliers 10 and three last year. They lose to Thomasville 31 to six in the final four right off the gate. I mean, you know, Antoine, I normally have a top 10. Uh, I actually choose the top 10 programs in West Georgia and the top 10 programs in East Alabama. Because I'm involved in what's called the, the Chattahoochee Valley high school sports. You know, I, I'm the play by play announcer for Russell County and Smith Station. So I do have some investing interest in the high schools here in the Chattahoochee Valley, including your neck of the woods, Troop County. But how big is that game, August the 19th, Callaway taking on Opelika?
1: That's a big one, you know. Um, the Cavaliers and the Bulldogs of Obelika they they've battled over the years, the last few years here, and it's somewhat become a you know a border state border, Georgia versus Alabama, uh, type of type of rivalry. Uh, last year, the Cavaliers they were the team that came on top, beating beating Obelika 30 21. So, I mean, I think it'll be one of those another opening. Season opening contest, another another good, another good game, another good battle between those two teams.
0: A lot of people didn't realize this, but that game actually did go down to the wire. Opelika was getting ready to attempt a field goal, and Callaway runs it back. So that's why the score was a lot higher than what it was. Callaway's not afraid to take on anybody. They're a 2A program, Antoine. They go on, and they'll take on a 4A team like Cedar Town, but uh, they've got a tough schedule. Opelika, week two at Cedar Town. Remember Cedartown lost to Carver 22-21 in the state playoffs last year? Cedartown is a 4A program that's competing for a state title, and then they take on Troop County, which is practically a home game, but the schedule says at Troop County. What do you think about Callaway's gauntlet of a schedule the first three weeks of the season? I mean, it is. I mean,
1: All three of those programs made deep runs into the playoffs last year. And then you can even throw in Herd County, which is a non-region game for them this year. And that's always a tough, tough game no matter what the records are. So that's four non-region games right there that's going to be very tough. And uh, the Cavaliers of Callaway definitely will be battle-tested.
0: All right, and then week five, actually week six, because Callaway will get a bye before they start region play. They take on Radon at Callaway stadium, and then they go on the road to take on Columbia, a team that went eight and four last year in the second round. So Antoine, I had a little fun. I predicted that the Callaway Cavaliers will finish eight and two. So the two losses I have them losing, I have them losing at Cedartown and at Columbia, but still going to make a incredible state playoff run. Like they always do. They went to the final four last year. They won the state title in 2020. I really think that with Callaway getting most of their starters returning from last season, I think Callaway is going to have an incredible year.
1: I mean, I, I agree with that, Richard. Um, maybe not necessarily where those losses may come for them. Um, I think, to me, I think that region is a is a two team region. I think it's going to come down to the to Callaway and Eagles Landing Christian, uh, better known as Elka, in, in these neck of the woods in Georgia. Um, that's a program that's been one of the state state powers um, of late. So I think that reason will come down to those two. But, hey, you never know. That's why you that's why you play it all on the field.
0: Look who's returning for the Callaway Cavaliers. Deshaun Coleman at quarterback. You got Sam Williams, JT Burks. They are the wideouts. Treyon Tucker. I mean, they just got an incredible team that's coming back. And just that coaching staff is you know, when you have sustainability like what Callaway has had for years with their coaching, that's why I picked Callaway number one in my region. You know, Last week I had Carver number one and Callaway was number two. You could flip-flop those teams. I really picked who has the best path to the state championship. And right now a lot of people are predicting that Callaway is going to be in the mix when it comes to a big state playoff run coming in December.
1: Absolutely. I mean, with that, even with the all the alignment and all the shuffling going on with the new new reclassification that the Cali Cavaliers have shown, especially within this last decade that, you know, they are a team to be reckoned with when it comes state playoff times. I mean, Coach Pete Wiggins does a great job and his staff over there. I mean, that's a group that's been together for quite some time. So they do a great job of getting their guys ready and prepared. And when it comes to state playoff times, you best believe that those Callaway Cavaliers will be a team in the hunt for a state
0: championship. All right, now let's move on to Troop County. And the latest poll I have in 4A Region 4, they have them predicted to finish first. Even with all the realignment, they're not playing all those teams in Columbus anymore. They are projected to finish fourth. They got a tough matchup down in Hamilton, Georgia, taking on their rival, Harris County. And then here's a fun Thursday night game at Callaway Stadium. As, as you got LaGrange taking on Northside that Friday night, Thursday night at Callaway Stadium, you got the Hardaway Hawks, the former region opponent coming up and uh, taking on the Troop County Tigers. Uh, you going to try to go out to Callaway Stadium on, on the 25th and check out that game?
1: Absolutely, you know I try to try to make as many games as I can, and even with those Thursday night games, a little tougher than tougher than the Friday nights, but definitely try to make that matchup. That's a big one, like I say, for those Troop Tigers. Like you said, starting off with Harris County, one of those border county wars. Once again, um, that's a that that'll be a battle for them, and then coming up with that Hardaway, then finishing their non reading schedule with Callaway. So very three three very good uh. Test there
0: for Tanner Glisson and his crew with the Troop County Tigers. It's funny you mentioned about Coach Glisson because I had him on the podcast last week. We talked a little bit about Troop Tiger football and baseball. But, yeah, he was a great guest Uh Todd, what can you say? He is an electric quarterback. I got a sneak peek at their scrimmage game, and that's why I moved them up in my rankings. I looked at Troop County. The region is tough. You got Trinity Christian. They won a state title for single A. You got Whitewater. That's going to be a huge Thursday night game come September the 15th. So right out the gate at Harris County, they host Hardaway on a Thursday night. They host Callaway. That is going to be very hard to get a ticket. Usually when they play Callaway, they uh, up the ticket prices on GoFan.com. And, uh, Antoine, we're going to have to use our press credentials to try to get into that game.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, that's that's one of those matchups you can you can circle on the calendar. Uh, It'd definitely be a packed house when you get the, the local teams battling against each other. So, yeah, I mean, whenever it's Troop LaGrange or whether it's Callaway Troop, I mean, those games are always packed over there at Callaway Stadium.
0: And let's talk about the LaGrange Grangers, who are projected to finish fourth in Region 4 for 4A. And the Grangers, they had a decent playoff run last year. They made it to the second round. However, they did lose to Troop County to end the regular season. I have some investing interest in LaGrange because they are taking on the 7A program out of East Alabama, Smith Station. I'm actually calling that game for CTV Beam on august the 18th so i'm really looking forward to seeing lagrange in fact me and my broadcast partner are thinking about checking out the scrimmage this friday as lagrange will take on harris county why is that significant because harris county is the first opponent for russell county and i'm calling that game on august the 26th i look at lagrange and i think that you know everything is in front of them i think that coach matt napier has got an outstanding program and Michael Buchanan just does a great job as the voice of the Grangers, and Lagrange is going to have a tall task. I mean, you got Jay Arthur Dunn coming back; he is the talented Iron Man linebacker, tight end, and you got you know some players on that front. You have uh, Jamichael Mosley and uh, Parker Chatuk that's also coming back. they got a they got a lot of moving pieces, but let's look at the schedule. I mean, they go up to Smith Station, Alabama and they take on the Smith Station Panthers. Then they host Northside on that Friday night, August the 26th. I'm interested about that game because that game was supposed to be down at Kennett Stadium last year, but it was canceled because of COVID. And I, LaGrange and Northside has always been, I look forward to that matchup every year. They take on Upson Lee week three on a Thursday night game, and they, they do have a bye week three. So LaGrange has an early bye But then they take on Ups and Lee on a Thursday night, Stars-Mill. You know, what do you think about the LaGrange Grangers' chance to compete in Region 4, and uh, what do you think the outcome for their season is going to look this year?
1: Richard, honestly, I'm probably higher than most when it comes to the Grangers. Um, I think uh, when there is some unknown for the people who may not know as far as the quarterback is concerned, but I do know that they're going to go back to their quarterback from two years ago. Um, so he'll be a senior this year, uh, Jalen Brown, who last year played linebacker for them. So I'm excited to see, you know, the progression that he's made since his sophomore year. Um, and they they definitely have some talented uh, skill position players, guys like Magic Johnson or, you know. So they're very, very talented when it comes to their skill positions. So I think they're going to be very, very talented and have a chance to be, definitely compete for that region championship.
0: Yes, you heard it right. Magic Johnson is a player on the Lagrange Grangers. Michael Buchanan emailed me a roster so I can prepare for the broadcast on August the eighteenth. And I was reading that right; they do have a player named Magic Johnson. I I think that's awesome.
1: Yeah. So, like I say, with the Grangers, the Grangers are that. Like I said, they're they're three non-region Well, they're two. Yeah, a three region games starting with Smith Station. That's an intriguing matchup. You know, a team that they don't play often. So it'd be interesting to see how that that game goes. Going across the state there, those state lines, and then seeing a familiar foe with Northside and Ups and Lee uh, to finish up non-region play. But those first two games in the region is, I think, will definitely set the table for how the Grangers finish the season, starting with a home matchup with Stars Mills and then having to go over to Fayetteville to battle Whitewater. So, I mean – Schedule to death was not easy there for the Grangers, but I think they will be able to manage it.
0: And don't sleep on Smith Station. I know they only won two games last year, but they are in a region in East Alabama, 7A Region 2, which I nickname it's the Group of Death. If you're a World Cup fan, you know about the World Cup and the Group of Death. You got Central. You got Auburn. You got Opelika. You got Enterprise. Prattville. They have all at one time in the last five years competed For a state title in 7A for Alabama. And it is a 7A program. I know that they only won two games last year. I think that Smith Station will improve. So that's one of those games you you can't just pencil it a win yet. I call that the group of death because you got Central, you got Auburn, you got Opelika, you got Enterprise, you got Prattville. I mean, you've got some teams that ball out and compete for state titles year after year in East Alabama
1: yeah our, you're absolutely right there, Richard and then I know that with that region I think Obelika is new to that region uh this year I think yes it say over in Alabama so I mean yeah I mean it didn't it definitely didn't get any easier
0: for Smith station being in that region there and you know how good Smith station is last year one of their wins was a fifty to nothing win over Columbus high school so I know that Smith station can play, but they're just playing in a very tough region in 7 a so that's one of those matchups you got to look out for. I, I think that LaGrange can win, but it is going to be tough. Uh, then Northside, I mean, they started the year 3-0 last year, playing in 5A. Uh, Upson Lee was a team that LaGrange beat in the opener last year. And then you start getting into region play. Stars Mill, Whitewater, they're starting to become uh, teams that you can't, like, turn your head against. And then also, November 4th, we wrap up the regular season – at Troop County, but Antoine, we all know that's a home game for both Lagrange and Troop County.
1: It is, it is. I mean, you have one side of the stadium, the blue and silver, and then the other side, you got the the yellow and the navy blue. So I mean, yeah, I mean, those two teams get matched up no matter the sport. I mean, it's it's definitely a fun one, fun environment to be in. And, and you know, for the Grangers, I mean, they've been on the the wrong side of that that matchup over the last you know five six years. So I mean for them i know they're hungry to definitely uh going against their cross-town rival there with the troop Tigers. definitely trying to not only uh get finally get a win over the last few years but also you know i mean that matchup definitely may come down to a playoff spot being in this very very tough region
0: well antwin i gotta ask you what high school are you representing in troop county
1: (laughs) it's so funny that you asked that but uh I am a graduate of the Grange, but you know, I try to I try to stay very neutral and in, in my uh, when I give my opinions. But some sometimes that that Granger blue blood does come out sometimes.
0: Well, you being a member of the media, you're okay to be a fan, but uh, I like to give love just to all the teams in Troop County and just having uh, Coach Glisten on the show. It, it just it gave me a perspective on what Troop County is trying to do and. And by the way, you know, the last time I had you on the show, you know, I got to talk about just the, the ride that you enjoyed covering the LaGrange College Panthers, making it to the D3 College World Series for the first time in school history. And now you're involved with the LaGrange College football team. Uh, the team has arrived on campus. Uh, they will take on Middle Georgia on September the 3rd. I know they had a, a two and eight season last year, but. Uh, What are you looking forward to about the LaGrange college Panthers football team?
1: Richard, we're talking about LaGrange college Panthers and just talking about our athletic department as a whole, uh, going back to the spring, as far as our baseball team, you know, I mean, that was such a ride, Uh, you know, finishing third in the country, you know, we came up just a little short as far as winning it all, but coach David Kelvin, he, he runs a very great program and, winning five straight conference championships. That's a tall task in itself. So he does a great job. And I I look forward to seeing them in this upcoming spring. And they'll definitely be one of the best baseball teams going into the season and competing for a national championship going into the season. Going into this fall, starting with today, you know, today was move-in day for the football team and also the cheer team. So it was an exciting time on the LaGrange College campus, uh, getting those football players on campus. And so Coach Earl Chambers, the head coach, he's excited for this upcoming season uh, with the new group and then also with their returners. He feels like this is a good mesh of talent. So I am excited to see what this Panther football team will be able to do. Um, They are are embarking on, as other athletic teams, are embarking on a new conference. The football team will still be playing in the U, in the USA South, so they they'll still play in the likes of Huntington and also uh, Maryville out of Tennessee. So I mean, it'll be a, an intriguing, intriguing season for Coach Earl Chambers and his football team.
0: What's that atmosphere like at Callaway Stadium on a Saturday afternoon watching the Lagrange College Panthers?
1: You know, it is it's it's a different small college small college Division three football. Um, it's an exciting time. And it's an exciting time to be a part of that Panther nation and that LaGrange College Athletic Department. So, you know, if you're not doing anything on a Saturday afternoon, come on out to Callaway Stadium. Uh uh we all love football down here in the South and head coach Earl Chambers in the LaGrange College Athletic Department would definitely love to have you um uh, cheering on the red and black.
0: Do they have tailgating?
1: They do have tailgating. They do, uh, they do a little tailgating out in the parking lot in front of the stadium. Um, there's no marching band, but we st- they do have a – last year, I know for a fact, they had a DJ, um, so DJ played music as far as in between quarters, in, bet- in between timeouts. So it's a very fun, family-friendly environment there for LaGrange College.
0: Yeah, if you want to get behind a college football team in the Chattahoochee Valley, you know, Columbus State does not have a football team. It's all about LaGrange College. you got Point University at the NAIA level. I mean, you've got some exciting football teams to just root for here in the Chattahoochee Valley.
1: Absolutely. You know, I mean, I always say this time of year is, the, for me, the most special time of the year. I mean, you can definitely get football Thursday, Friday, Saturday at any given, any given week here being in LaGrange, uh, in Troop County. So like I say, it's an exciting time of the year and, uh, I just can't
0: wait to get it started. I got to give a shout out to the County that borders your County, Harris County, the little league team out of Harris County made an incredible run in the Southeast regional. However, their season did come to an end today. I've had uh, head coach of Russell County baseball, Tony Dimitri on the show he has ties to Harris County. His son and nephew both played for Harris County. In fact, I was watching the Tennessee game yesterday on ESPN. I was rooting for Harris County. It was just a great atmosphere. And anytime you get a little league team that actually makes a run like that, you just got to rally around that team and, and root for them. I know LaGrange has had success in their Dixie league. And and it really this whole area is a baseball town.
1: It definitely is. And, Kind of like what you were talking with Coach Tanner Glisten about on your last last podcast, which is, I mean, this area right here, I mean, with LaGrange making their run to the state championship, coming up a little short, and then Troop we're where the cardiac kids uh, with two two amazing comeback wins and in their, in their run in the playoffs and even Callaway baseball. So, yeah, I mean, from the high school level to the college level, even to the youth level, I mean, the college baseball in this area is, Subparts
0: so and none. All right, Antoine, I cannot wait to see you out at the football stadium, Friday night lights, and I guess Thursday night lights too. Uh, but uh, what matchup are you really looking forward to seeing? Like what what game would you say, yeah, I would pay money to see that?
1: Yeah, the two matchups that I got circled, and obviously it's being there are definitely coming to Callaway Stadium, I would have to say the Callaway game versus Eagles Landing. I think that's going to be a huge matchup. You're going to see a lot of college prospects on the field that night. So that'll be a big one coming to Callaway Stadium. Then the other one, other intriguing matchup for me is when the Troop County plays Trinity Christian. Um, once again, Trinity Christian being the, the defending state champions. Um, and then going against the I, I like to call the three-headed monster of Tao Todd, Noah Ditson, and also Quay Birdsong, and that trio of juniors, I mean, very highly recruited guys going against the defending state championship team. I think that's going to be a very, very good matchup.
0: Well, some of the matchups, uh, I of course, I can't attend any of the Friday games because I'm involved in calling the high school game of the week on CTV beam on Friday nights. If Russell County is on the road, I'm calling Smith station. And and I might be able to call Glenwood, but we call the high school game of the week on the CW channel 38. My uh, broadcast partner and I uh, Corey bank the Thursday night game. I really want to see August the 25th. I want to see Hardaway take on troop County. This is a rematch from that overtime game where uh, it was a great comeback and uh hardaway uh, almost pulled it out but troop county was able to get the the victory in overtime and now hardaway comes up to callaway stadium i'm looking forward to that i'm looking forward to seeing lagrange and troop county i mean that's a friday night game i, I i'll probably get to see that one because the the games will end in alabama you know alabama ends a week early
1: that is so, off, yep. that's true yep.
0: oh yeah so uh yeah, I might be at that Lagrange Troop County game on November the fourth uh, because uh, that is a weekend where I'm doing my one weekend a month in the National Guard, and uh, many of you know that I work out of Lagrange in the National Guard, and that yeah, I'll definitely try to make make it to that Troop County Lagrange game.
1: Hey, if you're gonna make one, that's that's one to make right there. I mean, like I say, we need those two get together. It's always a fun fun environment.
0: Absolutely. Antoine, as always, it's great having you on the show. I definitely would love to get you back on. And once the game start and we actually go into full throttle football mode, it's fun to just to have uh, these people that just love football and just talk about the highlights. And, you know, of course, I'm a type of person that just watches the sports highlights, the sports overtime on WTVM, the prep zone and WRBL just because I get excited about seeing all those football highlights. And plus, I get to be a part of it, being on the broadcast team for CTV Beam calling the high school game of the week.
1: Absolutely. Like I say, there's no time better than high school football here. Like you say, we are, we're very spoiled in this Chattahoochee Valley area, so no better time.
0: All right. Well, thank you so much for being a guest once again, and uh, I'll, I'll definitely see you out at the stadium. Thank you, Richard. Thank you for having me on again. All right, that was Antoine Prather. He is the host of a podcast called Tailgate Talk. He is based out of Troop County, and he just loves Troop County sports. And as always, just great having him on the show. Thank you, everybody, for listening to another episode of The Sports Beat. Stay tuned for tomorrow as I will have Gabe Reynolds on. I hope everybody has a great rest of your day, and I will talk to you soon. Bye, everybody. You've been listening to The Sports Beat with Richard Holdry.